Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. Voyage Through the Bible. We're on a houseboat in southeast Arkansas in 1920s. We have decided since we have where our boat is moored, we have some dry land. And we've decided we should make a garden. So we're in the process of making a garden. We, of course, plan on peppers and tomatoes and corn other things, but okra is one of the staples for gumbo and soups and all kinds of stewing dishes. So we, of course, need that. Uh, we will have probably a spring garden, and if the weather stays well and there's enough rain, we'll have a summer garden. We're going to be talking about shifts and changes in this episode. The quest of this overview is to explain to a doubting heart what a new heart looks like. We're going to be talking about new beginnings in our life in these many episodes. God's dealing with the human race is past, present, and future. His dealing with us is, of course, past, present, and future. The storytelling that we're going to be discussing is a survey of the Christian life. Life-changing, soul encounters. We need to know, first of all, that any encounter has to have the Lord mixed deeply in it. The Lord must be in the middle of our change. Shift paradigm shift is what we're talking about. The apostle Matthew was a publican. He was a tax collector. Most of the Jewish people, especially the elites, thought he was a traitor because he worked for the Romans. But Jesus said, come and follow me. And Matthew had a shift. He had a change that was so dramatic. One moment he's a traitor and the next moment he's turning into a God lover. The next one that I think is important to think about is the, the demon-possessed man that Jesus delivered from evil spirits. This man was so bad they tried to chain him up. He broke the chains he was a wild man. He cut himself, wounded his own self. The demons were after killing him. He was found in caves, the tombs of people who had already passed away, howling and screaming at night. He was a tormented man. Jesus came on the scene. He spoke to the demons. The man was delivered. And the next thing we hear from him in the Bible, he was as clothed 
and in his right mind. This man had a shift in his life. It was an amazing shift, amazing moment to think where he came from and where he was at. Now let's talk about the non-Jewish lady, the one who came to Jesus with a great problem. The Jewish people considered non-Jews to be dogs, ravenous dogs that were in the streets. They considered them more pesky than even rats would be today. And Jesus said to her, you're a dog and you don't deserve the food from my table. And she said, you said I'm a pet dog. I'm a house dog. And a house dog deserves the crumbs from the table. The crumbs from the table is all I want. And Jesus said, you've had what you asked for. Then he said an amazing thing about her. He said she had more faith than he had seen in all of Israel and all the Jewish people. You can see the change she had. She had a change. She had a shift. She had a paradigm shift in her life. So amazing, so complete, so unique that she was willing to take a lowly position because she knew she had a right. Even in a lowly position, she had a shift. There was a young rich ruler that came to Jesus. I want to know more about the kingdom. I want to be involved. Jesus gave him uh, an opportunity for a shift in his life, and it was. He was a rich, covetous man. He was a rich man. And what was to be done with him, Jesus said, sell everything you own, give it to the poor, and come and follow me. And he went away grieving because he loved his riches. He didn't have a shift. If he could have really repented and come back to the Lord, that shift would have been waiting for him, that change would have been for him. Saul of Tarsus. Ah, he was a murderer. He wanted to go kill Christians in Damascus. He wanted to imprison them. And he was on his way with documents to do that. And a light shone, knocked him off his horse, and he saw Jesus, the Messiah, presented himself to him. And he went blind into Damascus. At that moment, he had a change, a shift. Everything he had dropped off, and he was dressed in new. It was a new moment for him. It went farther. There was a shift coming again. He's blind in Damascus. And Ananias, a man of God in Damascus, more than likely a leader of the Damascus church at that time, was given a, a vision, a dream, and he was to go to the street called Straight, gave the man's name that owned the house. He's to go there and see a guy named Saul of Tarsus, later called Paul. 
and he was supposed to give him an outline of what's going to happen in his life. Besides that, he was going to deliver him from blindness. So he got there, and Ananias said something unique. He said, Brother Saul, and then began to talk about how he was going to do many things for the Lord. This is the second shift that I can talk about in Paul's life. It's an amazing thought. Can I explain something? Shifts happen in past. It happens in the present moment. And it happens in the future. A shift, a change in our life. A God moment. In a blink of the eye, the empowerment of God can come upon you. And you can have a mighty act of God working in a paradigm shift. In this shift, you can have many things happen. To make it happen in a greater way, we need to think of worship, trust, and even counsel from other people. Trusted counsel. Counsel that can be understood as good. We have another man who came to Jesus. He came at night. He was a ruler of the Jews. He was a very important man. And he said, what must I do to go forward in the kingdom? And Jesus said, you must be born again. Sarcasm ruled. He said, can I enter into my mother's womb for the second time when I'm old? Well, the answer, of course, is no. But Jesus said something really unique. He said, you need to be born of the water, that's natural, and be born of the spirit, that's spiritual. Spiritual. The spirit of the Lord can open up the change in our life a little at a time. It doesn't have to be suddenly, it can be progressively. But these changes make our life change dramatically, very swiftly or very slowly, but they're dramatic. I see a shift. I see a shift in each one of you. There's a shift coming. Some of you have already had a shift and a change in your life, and it's been dramatic. Some of you are progressively having a change in your life, and it's also dramatic. I want to tell you, you're questioning your pain. The venturing into the unknown is part of this. It's an amazing thing. I see God in the shift. I see God in your change. I see God in your soul encounter. The Lord is there, and he's doing his work. He's doing the work that he intended to do. Joseph, Jacob's son, his brothers hated him, and he was going to be murdered. He had a shift. They put him in a well to die. He had a shift. They then took him out, decided to sell him, so he was going to Egypt never to be heard from again. He had a shift. He was in Potiphar's house as a slave. He had a shift. He's in prison, and he had a shift. 
And then he went further. Two people came to the prison, and they had dreams, and he interpreted the dreams, and he had a shift. Joseph then was put in as the second man in all of Egypt. He had a great shift. And then he was met his brothers who came to buy grain, and he had a shift. Then he met his father. After many years, he had a shift. And he then cared for all of Jacob's children until he died. Joseph had many of these changes and shifts and movements. What was the keynote in his life? He was a man of godly character. His character never failed. It was always there. Joseph is the master picture of a person with many shifts in his life, all of them being quite dramatic. Let me tell you of my shift. It's my story. I'm not going to tell you the whole thing in this episode, but you'll hear it from time to time. I will explain it. I was in my 20s. That's a long time ago. And in that age, I had taken on a false teaching. I loved that teaching, but it didn't work for me, but I still loved it. So me and my wife had two children at the time, very young. We were in a very large church. We were the janitors in the church, and we had an apartment with two bedrooms in the church. You can see how big a building it really was. And this little old lady came in every day. We let her in. She prayed for three hours and then left. I begun to really love this lady. She was very short, very old, very unique, abrupt in her movements. And I told her about my false teaching. She brought a shift of God into my life like no one I know has ever done since. She looked me in the eyes, and I saw God in her eyes. It was like looking into a flame, looking in her eyes. And then she thumped me on the chest as hard as she could. Remember, she's about chest high on me. So she's looking up, thumping me on the chest, and she said, there's nothing but the blood of Jesus that cleanses. All of the false teachings fell off of me as if I had never heard them. And in its place was placed in me a desire for truth, a desire to study, a desire to understand God's word as much as I could. In James 1.17 and Hosea 11.8, it talks about change. Now, I'm watching and looking at you. How can I do that? I'm looking at a camera. But I see you in that camera, and I'm telling you, take faith. Whatever situation you're in, God is able to make a change in such a way that you've never seen before. 
So in Jesus' name, rest in God for the change. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagethroughthebible.org.